Hey, sorry for interrupting. This is Perry Kurtz, and I just want to tell you, I've got a new podcast. I know you're saying, oh, great, another one. Well, this one's different. It's called Happy News with Perry Kurtz. Happy news, good stuff, things to make you feel good about life. We're going to be talking to famous and infamous people that are friends of mine and discussing the happy news. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, and wherever you listen to your podcast, as well as watching us on Binge on This on YouTube. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're coming to you live from Shea Masco and an impromptu meeting of the minds. I wouldn't necessarily call this a this, that, and the other episode, but I will call this some content for Binge on This Network. Today we are joined by one of our fellow contributors, Alfonso. The Monster. Viega! Happy to be here. grab it for you. I'll do it right now. You know how you're going to find out how hard it is to deal with post. And I'm loving it. I'm so excited for it. Uh, guys, you are catching us on the day after Kobe Bryant has passed. Incredibly tragic moment. And I wanted to make sure that we recorded just for the sake of having it in history because we're going to be discussing how uh, it affected us. We're going to be discussing some ideas that we're all working together of uh, as a group. And we're just going to be sitting here as a collective with you guys um, so that you can just listen to a little bit of what happens behind the curtain. Um, Alfonso, you're not a Lakers fan, were you? I'm not I'm not a big Lakers fan, but that really is irrelevant, I feel, at this point. No, I, I feel the same way because I'm not a, a yeah. fan of any sport, really. Right, I mean, I... I am familiar with Kobe Bryant's uh, story and his trajectory as a basketball player. Um, I heard he know. was kind of a dick. I didn't know him personally. Well, I don't no, know. I know, but like, <laughs> but I've he- I've heard other players like maybe he's not a dick. I mean, you know, when you're really good at something and you're striving for something and people are slacking around, you're like, right. maybe you just kind of snap. Well, if by a dick you mean that he was a kind of person that was very, very kind of. Um, ambitious and determined and incredibly competitive, which yeah. is what I keep hearing from a lot of people who did know him, then I can totally see why people who don't share that same character would think that he's a dick. But what what I think you're speaking to primarily is this, what's been often referred to on television as this Mamba mentality. That, yeah, that's exactly and what I was going to say. That is one of the things I didn't hear that this. What is Mamba mentality? I really have taken away from this man. Um, not so much as a basketball player, not so much as a father, but as a human being and him being the kind of person that believes that you should get up every day and work 110% towards whatever your goal is, towards whatever makes you happy. And that, I think, is an incredibly inspiring way to live. And people keep saying he, he, he died so young, he died so soon, and he did. But look at what he was able to accomplish in those 41 years of life. There's so many one, so many people out there who are 41 years old who haven't done a single thing worth, you know, mentioning. And I think that although his time was cut short, I am so grateful and I'm so happy for him that he was able to accomplish so much yeah. in the time that he was given on this on this earth. Yeah, and and he helped out a lot, I believe, in the community, and and he started a lot of stuff for. Um, you know, children's basketball and communities, you know, getting, pe- yeah. getting people together. I think what's I, interesting. I was about more, it. hold on. I was more bummed out. I was more bummed out when I heard 
because I, when he died, I was just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you know, surprised. I never watched sports. I just heard about him and stuff like that and, and heard what I heard in the news. What I got kind of bummed out about it was when I heard his daughter died mm. and then the other kid in the family. And I was just like, oh, shit. And that's oh, yeah. that's when I thought I, I knew a family where the father survived. The wife and two kids died yeah. in a flood. They went camping and yeah. a flood, a flash flood happened at night. In a flash flood, this dude was a millionaire, too. Yeah. He had everything. Yeah. This guy was a very rich person, had a whole family. Yeah. It just it fucking uh, wrecked everything. When I heard that, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, it that's does. tough. It's incredibly tough because you think about how young his daughter was. And I believe the other child in the, in the helicopter was a teammate of hers. And they were, they were flying yeah. to a practice. And a coach. Was a, and a was coach, there, yeah. yeah. I, I well, they were going to the basketball camp. It was the Mamba camp or something like that. Exactly. But to touch so, back on that Mamba mentality real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, because did, I, did you play sports? I played soccer since I was eight years old. Okay. Well up into my 20s. So I would say I played for almost 20 years. So like, and... and and it's it's incredible because it transcends just specifically basketball that idea of the mama mentality. Oh, absolutely. And it's like it's everything though. It's not an innocent. people call it the mama mentality because it's the spur of the moment call of what it is. But it would be you gotta call it something. It'd be I like guess. right, or well, you would call it well, the Arnold he, mentality or something. Yeah. It's this idea. Uh, it's it's just this. You well, call Kobe it was you, referred to as, as as the mom for sure, for sure. Mom. But I'm just saying that the idea in itself it shouldn't be generalized just to Kobe. It's just Kobe oh, no. was marketable in the sense that oh, it's it's the mom. Mentality, and that's like, what I'm saying. That was what was so great about Kobe. That yes, he excelled as a basketball player, and that's what people know him as. Yeah. But his philosophies and his way of doing things yeah. transcended basketball, and it can be applied to every facet of your life. Whether you're in business, whether you're in a different sport, whether you're trying to, you're an entrepreneur. Like yeah. the idea and the philosophy of pursuing your passion, pursuing something you genuinely love and holding yourself accountable to that love and holding yourself accountable to that passion was something that Kobe did every day. And as that, he serves as an inspiration to everyone. You think about it, um, no matter what he did or said that happened or whatever, it really... parties get wild. Parties get wild. In Hollywood, parties, you know... Who are we? Like you said, we don't know the man personally, you know, and and, and speaking ill of the dead is easy, but, you know, it may not be true. Right. So I think what it boils down to is... Well, it doesn't help to bring it up either at this point, I guess. Right. I yeah. mean, But I think it, if it must be brought up, I think it serves to humanize someone that... Because we also, I think he he's referred to as a legend, right? And he's referred to as, um, as a Superman of sorts. And it's kind of like, well... Putting him in that kind of mold almost makes it like your average person can't be that. Well, now that he's passed, what happens is now that he's passed away, he is. Just imagine if Bill Cosby, I'm not saying, I'm not comparing at all. I'm just saying now imagine, yeah. Imagine if Bill Cosby died 20 years ago. Right. You know, before all hell had broken loose. He would have been in legend status. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like, uh, when you die, like Kurt Cobain, you right. die, you're a legend automatically. Right. Jimi Hendrix, you die, yeah. you're a legend automatically. But what I'm saying is like, but he, uh, he I'm sorry, he did a he bunch was, of shit. He was human, is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. And as a human, that means that all of us could live in a similar fashion, could dedicate ourselves in a similar fashion to our personal passions, to our personal beliefs, and live in that way. You know, and I think that um, 
Kobe, Kobe's mistakes and his flaws only serve to remind us that he was human and therefore everything he did is achievable by a man, by right. a woman, by a person. And, you know, I think I like, yeah, like I said, it's, it's marketable to say the Mamba mentality, but you could call it the Schwarzenegger mentality. You could call it people are making money off of it now. Oh, there people are going to make so much money. I, I, I mean, heard t-shirts already a out. report that Barnes and Noble sold out of every single copy of any Kobe Bryant book, mm -hmm. flip books, picture books, kid books, any books. People, the minute they found out he died, they went out and copped it. People, it's it's like when Stan Lee died, you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Right. I did and not Sam sell. was like, all oh, my Stan Lee stuff is worth like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't sell anything though. I right. kept it off. Yeah. I was after a while, I was just like, ah, oh, we can give it to his yeah. kids and be like, yeah, we, 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 we see people like that. We see his people like Stanley. We see people like mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant. And we're like, wow, they did their life right. Yeah. They knew what they had and they pursued it. And in, in a way, I think that's what all of us are trying to do. And some of us do it more successfully than others. Right. And some of us just have the opportunity to do it more so than others. And some of us have to struggle a little or bit. Or you're more. born into. You know, having, you know, the high school that you're at is, has a good basketball team. And, you know, because, like, that's the thing is, like, sometimes I look at people and I go, yeah, but you were put in, you had the steps right in front of you and you just right. fell right into those steps. You right. know, it I think there's a, there, and then, and then there's people who have to find it later and have to make their own steps. Right. He, what I'm saying is, the, Kobe that, had been that, born one state over. He may not have been, who knows, right. maybe. The like, butterfly yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. If and that's fine. I mean, that, that's beyond their control. They're, we're trying to take away the idea of your... Not no, we want to break your hero. We're trying to break you. No, um, <laughs> the other thing... Uh, what the fuck? I had another thing on... on oh, the Grammys. I was like, deflated, deflated. Oh, yeah. Deflated. No one gave a shit. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was just... There, there was... Everyone had to talk about Kobe. Obviously. But I heard Boyz II Men sang. They did. Yeah. It was, I think, an impromptu thing and with so Alicia Keys. And it's so hard to say goodbye. Uh, but yet, I mean, to your point, the, the fact that his daughter was there is all yes. so that bummed me out. And it's like, you know, the mind, the mind tries to like rationalize <sighs> what happened. And like, I think to myself, at least she wasn't alone. At least she had yes. her father there, yeah. who in the very last moments of her life was able Held to her. provide some kind of safety Something. and tell her, baby, I love you. I will always love you. Yeah. I just think they all scream. Probably. Yeah, they yeah. probably did, but I mean. But, I, but in, 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 in the brighter side of things, yeah. Because that, did you guys see the actual footage? Of uh, the helicopters no, swirling, no. they had time. So well, if they were screaming, for sure. But it was horrible. Yeah. Right. Air was horrible. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well, as the case breaks open, you will find, as always, you will find the yeah. well. If you had done this kind of thing, like true. But at this point, it's like, why? what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Why right? do you entertain? Eh, those? Well, you you, you dig the I dirt. I remember up when Aaliyah there. fucking crashed. Remember uh, when Aaliyah? I was like three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, I I was probably a freshman. No more. Something. You were a freshman. Something around. There. I just remember that movie came out with her, Queen of the Dam. Yeah, where Corn did the because I was into Corn. And then, of course you were. Yeah, 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 of course yeah. you were. And then they fucking uh, he did the voice for the dude, and it was supposed to be part of the whole uh, Lestat trilogy. That's, oh yeah. yeah, that's supposed to be Lestat from it, from it. Um, with the vampire. Mm. That's singing. I used to jack off to those books. <laughs> they were hot. Huh? What happened to Maya? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, who's Maya? Who's Maya? She came out in, uh, well, she's she's my friend's sister. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, He's like your mom. Moulin Rouge with like pink and. Uh, just make it 
What happened to the Pussycat Dolls? Right? Hmm? I think one of them survived. <laughs> the rest of them, mange. Um, but so yeah. I, I heard, I've been seeing a, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memes are the memes are fire. They are, memes they are, are ruthless. Ruthless. I, I was like, okay, not even twenty four hours, guys. Like, yeah, give like, the man a day. Hell yeah. no, bro. Yeah. The give internet is family. down to win because yeah. daughters that fucking win, yeah. ready to win, huh? I would get off. Well, I had to get off social media just because I was like, every other post is Kobe right now. I'm just right. like, I don't. I'm good. I had to take a break. Well, so on brighter news, we filmed a bunch. There of you go. Out. Exactly. That's why I wanted to even start off uh, so we hop back into this and continue as if it were normal. What our legacy is going to be. Kobe left a wonderful legacy, whether it was rape or whether it was helping oh, a bunch God. of people. I don't think it was. Um, <laughs> maybe not the first, the first one, one, but uh, he <laughs> did. He did what he did. And today we did what we did. Uh, we shot a couple of scenes written by Sam. This fine industry of Hollywood. Oh, he wants to start worrying about what he said. Well, I, yeah. 50, this, is 50, a, this is a fine start. 51 <laughs> episodes into our, our podcast. This dude the other day told a story about anal with some... I was your lawyer. I'd be like, burn it. You burn were screwed. Yeah, he's going to tell us to burn the masters. He'll tell us to burn every episode we've ever had. So, yeah. You're uh, screwed. <laughs> you better hope you can sell your own shit without anybody backing you up because you've said some wild shit, cuzzo. Um, I'd like to announce that I'm not officially a part of this. I <laughs> bet. I'm more of a guest uh, host. Um, but we did good today. Today's thing was on uh, two friends trying to, well, one of them owes money to a, to a mobster. Mm -hmm. And so he robs a tattoo shop owner. It's a lot more interesting than he's making it sound. Yeah, well, I'm trying to because it's it's a short. It's it's a continuation, but but yeah, two friends go and rob a tattoo shop um, for some. All the way out from Los Feliz for you I guys. Did. That's almost a day's very kind travel. Very uh, kind. But we we were talking to uh, Mr. Alfonso about getting back on the saddle because uh, he's engaged. I don't know I if he's engaged. been on the mic since his engagement. Yeah, but I haven't. Last tell us time a little I spoke bit. on the microphone, I was a single man. Tell us. No, that's not true. I, I came up to see you in Los Feliz oh, uh, to right. drop the mic off, which I wasn't going to bring up because I didn't want to publicly humiliate you on the damn thing. I but totally but um, yeah, How, tell us what's it like being a newly engaged man? It's just awful. It's yeah, awful he was telling anyway. me he's planning the whole wedding, dude. I thought you clean your fucking mic. That's uh, a little piece of lint. I was under the assumption that the the groom's role was simply to put a ring on it. From the way I heard it, you're really planning it. Are lied. you really? I am doing everything. By the way, what? I am not exaggerating. I scoured venues. I emailed those options to my fiance. Like you, like you want to? Yeah, it's almost as if I want to get married. No, I mean, no, 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 not that. <laughs> I meant like you want to do the whole planning and all that, or you, no, I mean, like, I don't, like you said, D I got it, baby. No, it's it, it's more like we have. So we locked down the venue, right? Mm -hmm. So I I searched for venues that I thought she might like, and I figured it would take at least two or three months before I found a venue she actually liked, because she's so fucking particular about everything. But I guess I just know my woman so well that on the first fucking batch that I sent. She's like this one. Really? Perfect. What yeah. kind of venue is it? It is called the Valentine in downtown LA. Okay. Beautiful place. I strongly encourage anyone to search it. Huh. Um, 
And what's going to be great about it is we're not going to spend too much money on decoration just because aesthetically the place is kind of already filled out on its own. Mm -hmm. um, but I found the venue. I coordinated the meetings. I got our chef approved as a vendor so that way we could put the holding deposit. Are you, are you hearing this? Mm -hmm. I am coordinating the menu and Eat the that drinks. Mic. And it has just been so much work. And the thing is organizing stuff like this you deal with a lot of people like a lot of management yeah and i'm just better at that than she is like right. speaking and communicating and writing emails oh yeah dude you that's that's pretty much let's what you do. let's do a scene sam yeah you'd be the cake guy i'll be the cake guy all right and you oh, I'm the cake guy. <laughs> you come in okay and deal with the complicated cake man just okay. just go okay. just come in ding ding oh hello how can i help you yeah i want cake you want, you want cake? <laughs> okay, I got cake. What kind of cake? You want red cake, blue cake, red cake, green cake? <laughs> oh, God. So right there, I want a chocolate cake. You want chocolate? I've always said chocolate cake. I love chocolate cake. If you don't have chocolate cake, carrot cake, sec close second. That's oh, me. Okay, okay, okay. I figured, hey, it's my wedding too. Chocolate Maybe I'll get to cheap the cake. Maybe I get to pick the flavor of the cake. You would think that'd be a reason. That's a smart move. You would think that'd be like, hey, you know what, babe? You're planning so much. Pick the flavor of the cake. Why not? I think that's great. I only nope. have white chocolate. Wait, she said no to chocolate? She said no what? to chocolate. Hold on, break the scene. Your wife? Oh, yeah, yeah, Your wife? <laughs> Don't do chocolate? Oh, man. She said no to chocolate. She said no to carrot. And I'm like, those are my two. What are we? She's like, we're doing uh, marble. So, okay. Why we're don't gonna, you I'm tell your wife we do one marble, we do one chocolate? Tell your wife we put a carrot cake inside of the marble cake. <laughs> <laughs> and we put the marble cake inside I would, of a chocolate look, cake. Okay, I'm breaking character. I, I, <laughs> oh, God, thank you, because for a minute there, I was so lost. Damn, where did you Who go? <laughs> Who was? Oh, hey, Daniel Day Lewis, come back here because we we were so Bring lost. Bring that left foot of yours. Yeah. So I would be like, there's three tiers. Let's each. Right, let's right. Keep, so I like okay. break it up. I've been to a lot of weddings. Never do I take a, a look at the cake. I, the cake is the last thing I'm concerned. I rarely even get a slice of cake. Yeah. To be it's usually the same. It's white and it's all. Well, it's usually just a white, white cake. cake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with like some flowers on the side. Exactly. Honestly, I've never I, been to a wedding with a chocolate cake. That I been loathe dope. white cake. Yeah. I can't. It is like, it's kind of like they're forced to serve cake. So they're picking like the, the bottom. Like just basic sheet cake. basic ass fucking cake you can possibly do. Like I like chocolate cake. I'm sorry. I love chocolate cake. And I love carrot cake. I think those are superior options, you know, but a lot of what planning a wedding I've learned is like appeasing the masses, which is contradictory to like, I thought this was like our day and we're running the shots, yeah. but we're also catering yeah. to like the family. So you have to make some, comp some compromises. So instead of my chocolate cake, we're getting marble cake. Did you at any point? But I'm sorry. Why can't you again? Why can't we get two cakes? You know, it's not until November. I can probably negotiate two cakes. Get your own cake. Just be like, you know what? I'm a man. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> what a great I way want. to start this off. No, no, no. <laughs> I, babe, you. babe, you look so beautiful. By the way, I changed, I changed the you cake. Know, I should just don't be mad. Into my vowels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And do you, uh, listen, I promise to love you through sickness and through health. I promise to love you even after you flip out when you realize that I changed the cake for a carrot cake. <laughs> <I> <laughs> you just you just throw interjected yeah. in there so that she's like, wait, excuse me. Yeah. 
Is that a white dress? Is there? I don't think so. I don't know. It's a little I'll tell you eggshell. I believe it's eggshell on those little films. Now, uh, it looks like they're putting their feet inside of the figgy pudding, as is tradition. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we haven't seen this type of action since 86. And now comes room. the feats of strength where they must wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, uncle oh, is getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> as you can see over there. Yeah. But no, weddings are a good time. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll get the I've, invite so that we can I've show up. I've always loved attending weddings. Yeah, attending a wedding is great. Yeah, it's um, alright. Well, you, you, it'll be fine. You, Jane will be there, so mm. you guys aren't gonna. As a, as a, I've attended weddings as a single man, and that is great. Yeah, because there's all this romance in the yeah. air. Love is like People blooming, and like all of the women there are just like maybe Horny. tonight I will find right exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'll find love. Yeah, it really that wedding crashes documentary <laughs> yeah. was <on> documentary. <laughs> But then I walk up. I see. I because of how my excessive drinking, I always missed out on open carries. Like that's what I call them, open carries down the middle balls. I've always missed because I drink too much. When mm. I went when I went to Iowa, I uh, I got so hammered that at the end of the wedding, after the toast, after everything had gone through, and they were like, "We're not pronouncing man and wife." I was. Balling. I was I was crying more than the women were crying, and I was like, <gasps> so I would say you want to cry, you want to shed a few tears. Not like that though. Nah, you nah, be nah, blubbering. <laughs> no, I was a. Me- they were like Brian. It's okay. And I'm like everything because of everything is so nice. Yeah. And like out of it. So like no chance with bridesmaids. Nobody. Right. Nobody wants to deal with Brian. Crying, like Hawaiian Brian crying. You know what, man? I don't think I've ever been in love, man. (laughs) You know what, bro? But um, I won't be like that for you for your wedding. I actually, when I proposed, I cried quite a bit. Um, Oh, he was telling me that you cried at your proposal. I made fun of him too. I was like, I was like, I was starting to cry, and then I just I started rambling, and she's just like, she's like, baby, well, break, 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 well, break it down for a little. Throw throw a little. He's like, music. we were at GameStop, and then we were talking about games, yeah. and then so we were at the cake <laughs> shop, and I was trying to convince. We her. were at Dave and Buster's. So I ran at, out of tokens, right? So. so we were in the middle of the gangbang, and I stopped and I said, "Will you marry?" Uh, I'm trying to find what kind of music. Some, some some romantic backup music so that the ladies can hear him break I down. I got I got techno about to start right His, now. Uh, oh shit! Break it down to some techno. How'd yeah. you how'd you marry your old lady? How did, did you propose, how did you propose to your old? How did oh. you sell your soul better? <laughs> Alternatively titled. Is it? <laughs> how did I sell my soul? How did you cut your nuts off how and hand it to your girl? Sell your soul. Right. Some people give a ring. It's I just give my uh, testicles. <laughs> Te- where where are my testicles? She wears, them, she wears them as, as a necklace or earrings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's got you now. Uh, you were on a beach, me. right? Yes. we were, Okay, so we went to El Salvador, which is where she's from. She's a Salvadorian woman. And we went to El Salvador to celebrate her grandmother's 100th birthday. Oh, Ooh, shit. So that was the whole trip. That was the purpose of the trip. She has, she's going to outlive me by a lot. For sure. <laughs> I want to somehow, instead of a prenup, <laughs> I want to deal where she can't remarry. 
Like <laughs> I want. I don't I will know how I'm you? gonna secure that. What do you mean? Like, like after you die? Yeah, exactly. Because I'm gonna. Die. No more dick. At this rate, I'm gonna die. And no more dick claws. <laughs> you just sneak that in after the chocolate cake bit. <laughs> you're just like cho- the chocolate cake. Uh, you're not allowed. <laughs> you're not allowed to no more dick for you after I'm dead. Till death yeah. do you part. <laughs> Till death do you part does not work on that. Yeah, you'd be like, oh yeah, we part, but my dick's still going with you. That's interesting. I wonder. You know, back in the day, not to inter- to throw you off track, but you know those people who who die after their other spouse dies, right, right, like, right, and it's just like such a great emotional. And burden. then I hear like, that like old people, them. statistically speaking, fuck like rabbits, and they're just like completely very promiscuous. Oh yeah, very just like they spread STDs nonchalant. around like it's oh, nothing. Yeah, like, they don't wear about rubber. Possibly sixty years down the line already. <laughs> I really, I'm kind of thinking that, yeah, because I feel like at the rate I'm going, I'm gonna die when I'm 41. I don't even know. Oh shit! Oh yeah, heroin. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but I think I will die before her, and I mean, she's gonna live forever. To yeah, statistically, men die, die faster die anyway. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's just me being a little chauvinistic, but I, I really wouldn't want her to remarry. I would you want think? her to just be miserable. You're dead. Until yeah. You know? Nothing matters. Nobody exists when you're dead. That's you true. Would you want to come back as a ghost, though? No, that seems tedious. I'd want to like. Uh, Need a job? This is a beautiful piece, <laughs> by the way. I would love. I would love to have it be like Beetlejuice, yeah. right? When you have your like your your agent or your guy, and you're like, you know what? Earth was great. What else is out there? Show me the real estate. Okay, what's in my budget? Sand, I can see that. You know what worms. I mean? I think I could. I think I could come back as a ghost. I feel yeah, romantic I, music when we're talking about Beatles. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so, anyways, how'd you marry this woman? Or how'd you engage this woman? Oh, right, right, right. So, um, so it was her grandmother's 100th birthday. We we land in El Salvador. We drive for, like, two and a half, three hours into her mom's little village, uh-huh. which is where her grandmother Dudes come lives. out of the forest. <laughs> we get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. We're, like, bows and arrows, and there's, like, no vehicles. <laughs> we're just, we're both just like, oh, fuck. Like, we yeah. didn't think it was going to be a good one, but... <laughs> So we were there five nights. I was drinking her piss. She was drinking my piss. We didn't know what the fuck was we going on. We never about. felt closer before. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, but it's such a small little town. We're like, by <laughs> you've never been with someone until you had to eat pieces of flesh off of each Jesus other. Christ. At one point. At one point. A snake bit her foot. Uh, yeah, at one point I had to suck the venom out of her. Okay, anyway, so. Anyway. Um. By day two, everyone in her mom's village knew who I was. They were just like, oh, vos el mexicano que anda visitando. I like oh, this. Shit. He was yeah, walking like, through the neighborhood to this, you know. Everyone's like, that's they, him. They were calling me Bukele, because apparently I resembled the president of El Salvador. Oh, okay. So they were just like, Is this, are we taking, I'm sorry, is, are we pitching? What are we, what are we doing here? Young man marries, marries. Pukeli. Uh, Pukeli. I'm going to look up Pukeli. What is, what is he? How I do you spell that? Smile, when he and I both smile, our faces kind of like, when like you smile, fold, the whole world right, smiles. They fold in a similar fashion, right? Uh-huh. Um, anyway, it was it was a beautifully humble, very generous people out there. It was so inviting. They welcomed me with the warmest hellos, and it was just like a beautiful experience. We were there for four days, and then on the fifth day, she's like, you know, on the fifth day, I want to go out. <laughs> Right? Look at him. <laughs> I could see that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I so see they're that. all Bukele. 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 
And people are Italian and yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. everyone's Italian knows hey. how we <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah, as far as we're concerned, everyone's Italian. You go anywhere. Oh, welcome to Africa. Um, so fifth day comes. She's so fifth like, day comes and she's like, you know that let's do the fifth day. Let's just um relax, take a break from the family, let's get a resort somewhere. And I'm like, You got it, babe, don't worry, I got this. Um so we had book us this resort out so. in Playa del Tunco, which actually, uh, for those surfers out there, is no really the world competition for surfing was held oh. in, in Playa del Tunco in El Salvador because Salvador is one of the best places in the world where you can go for surfing. Huh. Sick, um, beautiful place. When we were there, it's so it's like a gated hotel area, mm. and you have to have reservations to go in and go to your hotel, etc. And once we were there, there's like all these little shops and restaurants and bars. I would say like 85 percent of the people there were white. Like everyone's just a classic. Oh, yeah. Gentrification. We don't let right. people in. Right, right. <laughs> but they all spoke Spanish, which was great. Did she know you were going to do something? She suspected. Her cousins and her brother, who were also on the trip with us, knew. They knew that what I was going to mm-hmm. propose. And they were insistent the whole time. They're like, we need to record this. We want to be there. We want to take pictures. And I was like, absolutely not. She's a very private person when it comes to that. I'm a very private person when it comes to that. I was like, we just want to be on our own. So you just took her out. Yeah, so I just uh, kidnapped her, <laughs> hired someone to. Um, no, I, I was, uh, it was sunset on the last day, and she was finishing a drink. I remember she was at the bar. I was upstairs getting uh, showered and changed. And I walked downstairs, and she's at the bar. Her back is towards me. And I take a beat, and I'm just like, once I start this conversation, it's not going to be over until we So you just bawled. Right. So I just I walk, <laughs> I walk up to her, and she's just like, I don't like this drink. <laughs> she was drinking a cocktail she didn't like, and so I finished. I just downed drinking it. Drinking a cocktail. And we start walking down the beach. And it's actually like a really rocky beach. beach. It's not mm. a very like it's a rocky right. So we kind of have to work our way down into like where the sand is, and so down we're working out our way down sand. to the sand. And it's a black sand beach black because there's a volcano beach. just around the corner from the beach. Volcano and so all of the, the all of the sand is actually black, turned up, black. tarnished, infused with ashes essentially awesome. from the volcano. But there's like volcano natural minerals in the sand. So as you're walking and the sun is setting, it's like glistening as you walk which was perfect because the stone that perfect. I got her for the ring is a salt and pepper stone a salt and, and pepper so stone it, it kind of coincided with the landscape stone. with the natural elements of the, of the land good god man did you so, wait till the moon to line and shit? right exactly <laughs> so uh, Mercury was in retrograde fairies came <laughs> out and fucking blessed us blessed us we were walking we found like a little bit of uh, a driftwood sat down I didn't take a knee because we were sitting down was this you and I didn't take a knee that's right there I had long hair back then. <laughs> and um, and I just go into it, and I just start telling her, um, you know, I wanna that despite all of the difficulties that we've had in our lives and in our relationship, mm-hmm. that there have been so many great things. And, great things. Um, you know, that our story... Don't is, say you said that. No, I didn't say... I, I'm just, like, trying to remember. I didn't really say this word for word. You're like, I'm sorry I hit you the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for all the times I beat you. No, I thought you were going to say... And our story isn't complete yet. Well, it's not. I think that's a classic um, analogy, right? But... What I was trying to say to her was just, like, you know, there's so much more... You killed it. I know he killed you it. You killed it. If there's anybody it. who's going to kill... Because I'm thinking about what I would have said, and I'm like, he's killing it right now. You <laughs> would be like, mm, well, uh, so yeah. hey, let's well, get uh, hey, uh, yeah, just, just uh, okay. give me your hand real quick. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you said, I'm sorry. So I, I was just telling her all the reasons why I love her and why I think that 
you know, we're great together and like everything that I see for us happening in the future. And all of this while I'm like 60% crying for the most part. And then I'm just like, welling up. Yeah. And I pull out the box in the ring and you know, she's, she's just, she knows, she knows what's going on. And I like go for the ring and she's just like, just ask me. And I'm just like, will you marry me? She's like, no. Yeah. She's, she's like, what would you have done? No. Let's talk logistics. Well, that's what, what you that's why I planned it no. though. We were right by the ocean. So you could kill her. easy to drown her. I could have drowned her. I could have drowned her so easily. Like it was a foolproof. You yeah. said it was perfect. Oh, they told me it was perfect. perfect. <laughs> no one was there. Yeah. Super rocky. Please. I knew what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> Twenty-three days later. Her no, body that's was- awesome, man. That's fuck. Uh, that's hard. And I, and that, you're pro- It's so emotional, probably because you're scared. Also, just that you're trying to plan it. Mm-hmm. You're trying to have a perfect moment. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. built up this whole trip. You're thinking about it probably every day. Right. And it was. We're at the moment, the pinnacle. So I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's game time. You're off deck. The spotlight's on. It's the you and is, her like, in the middle of the wrestling match. I knew she was gonna say yes. It's just I wanted to give How? her a How story. How do you know? How do you know she was gonna say it? Cause there was black pearly. <laughs> Cause Cause she, could, about- she could feel that I needed that yes She just knew She was scared Will you marry me? So That's I just, awesome I just dog. wanted to have a good story That's awesome dude so, Congratulations cool. on you. that Thank my you. man uh, I think it's uh, a long time overdue you Yeah we've I mean? been together on and off for about 7-8 years Yeah now, so. you know that's see, you're, not getting, you're not a spring chicken dog I'm not a spring chicken Yeah no you're like way over the chicken. Yeah. You're over <laughs> The hill. I'm, way, I'm, like I'm a rooster dude. consulting his position on a regular basis. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> who are you writing for? Uh, my no. girl's trying. She she kind of said some things to the fact of like, so like, what's the plan? Right, right, and, right. You know, and I'm like, oh my god, I've done this before, bitch. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like, I don't know. Let's you know give it a couple p- more years. You yeah. know the plan, woman. You you know what's going on. I was actually on. pushing. I, I would have I would have rather had a kid than get married. That's my thing too. She wants to get married before having a kid. Right. See, because I think making a kid free. By the way, it's absolutely free to make a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah. To keep it. To keep it. That's a different yeah. story. All right. A wedding is money right up 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 front. You know what I mean? Would she so. have been opposed to you just having a like uh quinceanera style wedding? Wedding. Where so she actually she she joked about how if we couldn't get the venue that we liked or if things just weren't going to work out within the designated time frame, she would say that she's completely comfortable just doing a courthouse wedding with just her close friends and relatives yeah. and just knocking it out that and way. And keep all the money going. Right. Or put money down on a house. Or put yeah. money down on a house, which both of which I think are much more fruitful and lucrative ventures. Yeah, but it wasn't as romantic. But it wasn't as romantic, and I know her, and she I know that got deep, the black sand. But deep no. down, she's, she would have been like, you know, you never gave me my wedding. Yeah, you could, but you could also do the marriage late, like the actual yeah, ceremony. Yeah, that's later. what I'm Cause, saying. Because yeah. you could come into an empty house, your house on your wedding night, yeah. and just have Hell rose petals yeah. and sleep on the floor that and, night in candlelight, and still be at the most romantic yeah. thing yeah. in the world. You yeah. Say, yeah. 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 I agree with that. that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, but no, that's amazing. That's hey, still bro, you still open still bar at the wedding, right? A hundred percent. Oh god, nice. I'm just kidding. No, oh, I'm just open bar. I'm not kidding. No, I meant open for me. No, that's, that's great, man. That's it's another really cool. another experience, and if anything, that trans uh, translates us. Sorry, that transitioned us into today's uh, foray, 
which was shooting some shorts, building a legacy, getting engaged to new works. What are the kids? Ideas. The kids probably 2021, 2022 for sure. Can we shoot little shorts with kids in it? Can we use your kids as like props? They're going to (laughs) be, yes. They're going to be ruined. The last thing we needed was small children to add to our videos. We just need it. Breaking Bad. With all babies. Yeah, we've been. <laughs> yeah, a, a musical Breaking Bad yeah. version of <laughs> with babies. I watched the shit out of that. I watched just the, episode one, and it would it would be like a baby going, he can't keep getting away with this, like like crying at the top of the thing. Cool. So you guys are planning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She definitely wants. I, we both definitely want kids. I think her sister just had a baby about. Eight months ago, and oh, they my sister they want to keep the cousins close. Yeah, and then my sister had a baby about eighteen months ago, so it's kind of like I recently became an uncle for the first time. She became an aunt again for the third time. So it's like we both kind of have that bug. Mm. We want we want our little baby. Make another person that stands in front of me. And yeah, like, that'll be great in this, hold the in this political and <laughs> economical. Hey, and I don't know. You know, I'm not climate. one to say anything. I I like the idea of like adopting a kid i think i've been leaning towards that as i get older i've you know, always been i, I like the that. idea of picking my, up my some grandparents they yeah they had my they had their three kids and they foster they were foster parents too to a, to like a group you know, i think that would be people dope. throughout their lives foster parenting is difficult though because it's only a temporary thing yeah while the real parents get their act together and sometimes it's difficult to yeah i believe one of them uh cousin or we i call him cousin johnny but uh, he was, um, I believe, with them forever, yeah, until he was adult, you know, yeah. until he went to the army. But, yeah, no, it's crazy. Fostering is uh, one of those things that I don't think they push as much as they should, you know? No, I mean? there's, well, there's or a, even adoption, you know? But then there's also just has a really bad track record sometimes. Some yeah. foster parents are actually very... Yeah, you just watched enough you Law and & Order episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, to automatically have a bad feeling about that whole idea. Oh, you were in foster care? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's like, uh, you like automatically you think abused to abused, beat up, right? Which is sad. Which is very sad that that's what we think of now. On that, like, instead of putting, you know, these kids, come on, right, right, right. You know. How about a story about a guy who realizes he was an orphan and the family that he came from were killers and he didn't know that he just like think Dexter but his family finds him instead so like um, like let's say well I don't know sometimes it's hard for me to relate with the idea that um, like say if I find out I was adopted tomorrow I don't know if I'd really have any inclination or urge to find my biological parents which brings us to your biological father coming in. Oh, you I was like, what? <laughs> I thought, I thought you were about to bust open some real shit. <laughs> um, well, I, if we're not talking story-wise, coming from someone, from me personally, as someone who didn't know he was adopted until he was like 10 or 12, you, you you will you would yeah you know what i mean if someone told you that and it things would click for you you wouldn't if that were the case you know what i mean and at that point you would you would want to 
to seek something out, I think. So what is the what is the end goal? Like what is it that we're pursuing? For the story? No, for the story or for just I mean the the person in the story. You so know, like, in this idea, let's say let's say Sam would be the main part in this thing. And let's yeah. say he gets let's say for fun his girlfriend in the in the short um gives his DNA up to 23andMe to try and find out what the fuck he is. Right. And through some mix-up, it gets matched up with another person. At that point, he finds out he's adopted, right? He gets some type of paperwork back. Oh, sir, we accidentally mixed up your genetic material with someone else. Your father. My father's dead. There's no way that he's, you know, seeks the father out. Father's like, yo, homie, I'm the killer. Like, we gave you up because your mother didn't want you to be part of this, you know? And then the closing would be him being like, well, I want to be a killer. And then he would go with, he would go with him, a la wanted style. That would so, be the closer, maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, I think that message says that, what, we're defined by our parents? But I feel like what what sets every person apart is that we constantly try to defy our parents, right? That's what the whole teenage uh, saga in your life is, right? You're trying to rebel against what your parents believe in and the way they were brought up and all of that. And then when you mature, you realize that, you know what, your parents aren't that bad and you pick and choose what traits you like and then you advance and you improve on the ones that you don't, right? I could see the pros and cons of my parents, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they, this was more of an emotional response on their part. This was more of like, oh, more of a smarter or taught. Planned out. Planned out response on both, you know. So, yeah, if you aren't be that, that's great. If if you're not. Well, that brings up the classic question of nurture versus nature. nature. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Well, then maybe that's not a good idea. I don't think it is. like as a story well that's what i mean i was trying to figure out some way to where well it would be interesting if the character in question was feeling somehow compelled to do a certain thing or behave a certain way and he didn't understand why because he looked at his parents and they're they're so different than me why is it that i'm this way and then we find out he's adopted and he's there you go that's that's what i mean well here's a funny version of that what if we do a thing kind of like interviewing someone and like it's kind of like one of those um i got a weird obsession and i can't stop you know playing with cat toys and just like i don't understand this and that and they find out he's adopted he does a 21 and me and like i see the one with his mother and then not his father but a cat they're like (laughs) oh yeah you're adopted Your, your dad your, your part cat. That's just as ludicrous. That's just so. Cra- that's <laughs> and, just as crazy and, and that it just he, might work. And then he goes, "Oh, twenty-three. Oh that makes so much sense. sense. You know, like I love tuna. I was gonna say yeah. either either that, and you actually show the real cat, or it's other people acting like cats too. They'd, they're both in a mentalist. I'm just acting like. No, cats. they're living. He- they're just living here, and they're just acting like cats. You know I what can't, I mean? I can't help but think about Will Ferrell's audition for SNL when he acted That's, like a cat. Well, I wasn't trying to go like that. It was just more like there's a couple things like that, like a couple cat things. And then, sure, when they ask him, when they try to 
But you like the idea of showing an act of an actual cat. And yeah, like, like okay, okay. yeah, like the joke. <laughs> and you write it down, just in case. What do you mean, write it down? Yeah, of course I write it down. Um, yeah, that was just a stupid idea that I had when you guys said that. I was like, it'd be funny, and then it's like, that's your that's your dad. <laughs> that's you're like, mom. I thought dad was. Like, a no. pilot. Yeah. You always told me my dad was a world class no, pilot. Like, no, he was a cat. <laughs> He's always been a cat. All right. So we fell in love. Well, we 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 managed to get one idea of the, out of that yeah. out of that insane <laughs> a cat dad of that insane of that insane ramble and out of that insane thought. Uh, we have uh, the other one which I like: the idea of selling your soul and in, in order of learning how to play a good instrument. How long have we been uh, podcasting there? Probably about 30 minutes. Boyo. I did have one other one that I, I like. Because uh, I kind of want to clean up a little more before Jane gets back from working. <laughs> She's going to be here at like 7.15. That's oh, about 47 in. Yeah. All right. Let's see. There's one more. Yeah. Ghosts. All three people in a house with no one to haunt. And then you would be three separate ghosts. It'd be like American Horror Story, Haunted House, but it would be like the goofy version of it. Were you talking about Casper then? You know, Stinky, Stretch, and Fatso. Is there a way in After Effects to, if we put the camera on a tripod, mm -hmm. so it never moved, and we filmed the room, and then we filmed ourselves uh, acting in it without moving the camera, could we render half of us out to make us look like ghosts so we don't see our bottom like from legs down? Yeah. And kind of do that? Because mm -hmm. that would be kind of funny. That's when you would film it and we could use a little bit of an effect. And then yeah, like, we can yeah. do that. That's yeah. all after. That's all. That's post. Yeah. Or we put on green tights. Yeah, but that would just green. look like we're keyed out at that point. Like legs down. You want it to make it look I like just an want actual. A gradient, like in Ghostbusters. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. There's a way to do that. See, in my head, the way it would work is it would, somebody would. It would be, they would be bad ghosts. They're not good ghosts. Cause Stretch and the fat dudes, they're good ghosts. They scare people. In the sense that they're good at being ghosts. It's not like Casper who is a good ghost. Oh, got it. Right? They are good at being ghosts. You're saying good, not They're not good ghosts like Casper. Right. In this scenario, they would be bad ghosts. Like they're bad at being ghosts. Not good at being ghosts. Got like fired. They keep getting fired. So they, yeah, it would be it would be ghosts who just aren't who are shitty, and they finally get placed in one spot, this particular house, and they would be like, "You guys, Beetlejuice." <laughs> oh shit! We yeah. are back to Beetlejuice. Fuck me. God, because then, then I was gonna say, well, maybe if they met with someone who can show them. How, <laughs> and I was like, wait, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And what if we just put great? What if we get Michael Keaton on the phone? Yeah, yeah. I want to get that one song on. Yeah. Fuck. Well, all right. Well, we at least got one out of that. All right. Um, other than that, uh, you're going to try and start recording short stories, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to write them. He thinks he has to write them. He right, doesn't right. have to write them. No. He just has to read short stories. You just have to use all of that emotional, sexual angst. Or just even you bullshitting about your uh, proposal was great. Just you even just explaining that. I was like, this is great. Fucking put some music on. Just thoughts? Like so, thoughts, something like that. Like your idea on something. Like your idea on your favorite book and like what it represented to you. And I think that would be nice because you have a way of explaining things sometimes that are like a little more, you know, jo not jovial, um, romantic. 
like uh, there's yeah. a sp- thing behind it. Um, so yeah, do that. Do I think your shit just went off or- that dog. Oh well, the screensaver oh. came on. Um, but other than that, man, do you have anything people want to check? You you have people check out any anything that you have online? Uh, not quite yet. I uh, I'm working on uh, redesigning my website to showcase my 35 millimeter film photography. All right. So once that's up and running, and your acting is gonna be on the fucking my channel. My gonna be on the your, channel. Your so back dog. Check me out. Hell yeah, yeah. Sam. What do Don't you have, dog? Trip, yo. Just uh, doing all this stuff. Uh, got Nothing. some stuff moving on with uh, my western, which is great. Um, and editing and doing these. These are this has been a fun day. It has and been. And oh, all day um, filming yesterday That's for her right. lessons. If you guys want some vocal lessons yeah. from a legit Berkeley educated well, singer. Unless they want to come to unless they want to come to our house. There's a school, but that's for children. Other than that, guys, thank you so much for listening to a buy one get one free episode our normal scheduling routine will be back next week with what's hoods every wednesdays and thursdays happy news with perry kurtz uh, in the middle of the week to put a smile on your face and finally every friday this that and the other with sam and brian and we will see you guys later please remember to love each other, stay safe, and to dream the dream of a thousand dreams. Geronimo! That's the show.